Blog Talk Radio. This is Bobby Keys of WebRadio.com. And when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. Tonight's show, The Power of Being a Winner, is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half. It's our time, online radio. Now, let's get ready for your host, Donald L. Dalbridge, coming up next. And yes, here we are, live in living color. It's another, another beautiful Wednesday. And I, first of all, and so I'm so thankful to be in the house with you. Well, here we are, a brand new month, October. Can somebody tell me, before I get started truthfully, can somebody tell me what happened to January, February, March, April, May, June, July? August, September, and here we are, October. Okay, we got something crazy going on here. Um, hold on. Okay, we got uh, we got an interlude of music coming through. We lost contact. Um, hello, hello, hello. Trying to figure out where the year is going so quick. 
where have my year gone so quick? right here, all right, live in living color, 50 plus the second half, all right, inside this magazine, as I always state every week, this is our supporters, our, our funders, and talking about funders, if you are interested in funding this show, all right, being a supporter, supplier, all right, most definitely, you can give give me a call, 813-394-5875, and yes, you can most definitely call um, the producers who are straight out of Washington, D.C. at 347-539-5867. And again, 347-539-5867. And since I've given you that number, you can use that same number if you wish to be a caller into the show tonight. Now, this is what I'm going to do. You might see him and you might not see him. But here's a DVD. One is The Greatest You Holiday. The other one is The Living History of Frederick Douglass. Okay? Now, you see two versions of The Greatest You Holiday. One is the DVD and one is the package here. Okay? So what I'll do, you call in. All right? We talk. You ask some questions. All right? Once I get started, and yes, you will get a free DVD, all right? It's on the house. It's on me. Give me a call. Let's talk about it because tonight's subject is basically great enough. Now, I want to go back to the, to the magazine real quick, the second half, which uh, usually I tell you about the old school R&B, um, your health, how to maintain your health and whatnot, how to live longer, and we as baby boomers, you know, we're getting close. Now, I like to think that through the grace of God that I got at least, let's see, I'm 60, I got at least another 40. So that will drop me in at 100, all right? I don't know. 
But I do know, all right, in recent rashes of um, uh, demises, I'm seeing a lot of us, you know, unfortunately leaving here at early ages, 60s, all right? However, now, it doesn't mean that you have to go. It means that you need to concentrate more on your health, H-E-A-L-T-H, your health. Because, baby, that's all we got nowadays. One thing you should, for sure, it's an old saying that you cannot pick up a U-Haul truck, a U-Haul van, a U-Haul um, whatever to the hearse. It's what's in that hearse It's what's going to get dropped below, that package that's going to get dropped below. Now, all your earth, earthly possessions, well, that's something that family will squabble over. And just to talk about family squabbling over, it, it, it amazes me that so many families who lose members of their family, and once they're gone, how everybody comes out the woodwork, and for the likes of me, arguments, fights, I mean, whatever communications that were going on, they're cut. I mean, you, you would think they were opening a new building. But they're cut. It stops. All right. Uh, people walk away upset because you know they didn't get X, Y, Z. Okay. So you cannot. We cannot. I cannot take this. I guess that's where the will come in. W I L L. The will come in, so that whomever you decide to leave your merchandise with. Your, your personal belongings, your special belongings, your valued belongings, that it will go directly to these people, to your family members. Now, also, I want to state, you know, if, if you are famous, for instance, speaking of this, believe it or not, James Brown, hey, he died uh, December the 25th, and I think it was 2006. Would you believe that Mr. James Brown was not buried until March, April, May, or June of 2007. They kept his body at the funeral parlor on ice in a casket for that long. And I'm talking about after the Al Sharplins and the Jesse Jacksons and the Michael Jacksons and, you know, uh, his daughter, uh, his uh, uh, wife, who he had married prior to his death, after all of them had got together and took James Brown on another tour, his last tour. And if you recall, the Apollo Theater um, in Macon, Georgia, his hometown, Augusta, and a few other places that they had his body on view. However, in doing all that, there was disagreement as to who would receive James Brown's valuables. And a lot of people didn't believe this or didn't even know this, that James Brown died as a billionaire. Some people said he was, you know, steady out there singing and working because, you know, he was broke. The brother was far from being financially inept. He was definitely on top of his game financially. But the moral of the story is that they wound up having court dates. They, had, they wound up having court dates, all right, 
in order to figure out, separate all of his belongings. So, baby boomers, when it's your turn, make sure you got something in place so that you don't wound up or your possessions don't wound up uh, being the subject matter of a lot of pain, agony, hurt, uh, frustration, uh, World War III between your family members. Now, I've also seen where they have been family uh, of great people of ours who have passed away, and because there was no will, everything was turned over to the state. Now, if if you're a famous person, per se, you know, nine times out of ten, if you're a lawyer or a doctor, uh, you know, I mean, you've gained a lot of material things like mansion, uh, beautiful cars, uh, large bank accounts, and what have you. Uh, and, and, you know, your day comes, there's no will of any, any nature. Well, believe it or not, steps in and take over. And God knows how long you as a family member will reap your deceased family member's belonging. Oh, I think a perfect example was uh, Prince. No, it didn't go to the state. However, the state stepped in, and they made some decisions. Now, yes, the majority of it went to his sister, but then you had some brothers who stepped in, and, you know, it wasn't until way later that they decided to include the brothers in the will. So I'm just giving this information out, you know. We all got a day to leave here. Be prepared. But before you leave here, the best thing you can do is take care of your health. Now, I will admit that uh, I am guilty when you're talking about health because, I mean, I, at one point I was burning up the gym uh, that kind of slacked off, so I got to get back on the good foot and get back in the gym and start taking care of myself. Now, I, you know, I do have a sweet, oof, like they say, Lord, help me, Jesus. I do have a sweet tooth. Matter of fact, it's right there. All right, I got a pantry. We got a pantry here that is full, and it shouldn't. You know what? I think after tonight, I'm going to go ahead and start cleaning out all this uh, sweetness that's in that pantry. Because I tell you, I will go in there and I will eat those cookies, those M and M's, those tortitos, those potato chips, popcorn before I sit down and eat a regular meal. Before I even hit, you know, banana, apple, stuff that's good for you. So I got to get back on the good foot. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are working out and you're taking care of yourself, continue to take care of yourself. All right? Look, in the, in the quickness, because usually, you know, I like to give you a little something, something uh, prior to we getting into the message. So I'm going to have to turn around a little bit because I want to give you uh, prevention. Prevention to help you in your health prevention, all right? And they call it instant health upgrade. And this is, you know, one would say that, well, it's for the baby boomers, but it's for all of us. 50 plus, yes, but for all of us, because you you never can be too young to start taking care of yourself. And I I hear a lot of people who say, you know, hey, I love myself. Okay, fine. I don't doubt that. But love yourself a little bit more by taking care of yourself. So here we are, six health 
upgrade, all right? If you are a coffee drinker, you drink that one cup of coffee in the morning. Sometimes if you if you get around 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, all right, and you feel yourself going down, by all means, step back. Take a little break, five minutes, five minutes maybe, a five-minute nap. You'd be surprised what a five-minute nap can do, how it can regenerize, uh, re-energize you. Now, when Red Bull came on the market, I drank Red Bull, but I stopped. Why did I stop drinking Red Bull? Because of the fact that it would take me up, and all of a sudden it would drop me just like bam. And I'm going to go ahead on and say this. You know, I might get in trouble, and people who know me, they're going to look at me crazy. But, yes, at one time I was a crack addict. And it got to the point when I would fire up, five, ten minutes later, I'm back down. That's that Red Bull effect. That reminds me of that, the Red Bull, all right? So take that little nap, five minutes. That's all, just five minutes. Just cool out, chill out, five minutes, and you'll be surprised what it do for you, all right? Also, here we go, all right? Um, let me scroll down here real quick, okay? Now, I, I cannot walk on... I cannot walk on a, uh, a treadmill. I, I might have mentioned to you I got bad knees. Um, as a matter of fact, a friend of mine, he got on and, and mentioned that his knees are gone from all that running and what have you, basketball, football, all right, young man. However, um, I, at one point I would walk the treadmill, run the treadmill. Well, unfortunately, those days are gone. But I will share this with you. Can you walk in? Yeah, you walk forward. Yeah, you force march, all right? But sometimes walk it in reverse. Now, somebody that comes to mind, the great Muhammad Ali, the great Muhammad Ali, when he's out running, there will be times that he would turn around and run backwards, all right? The fictional character, Rocky, if you see his movie, he's out there running and training, he would run backwards, all right? So walk backwards somewhat, but please uh, pay attention to where you're going, all right, because uh, we don't want you to run into something or, or, you know, hurt yourself, twist the ankle or what have you because you're not watching where you're going. So please, all right, keep safety and health in mind as you're doing the walking backwards, okay? Also, moving on. Oh, yes, it says eat carbs for going to the gym. Now, let me see here, all right? I see uh, vegetables. I see some fruit here. Right? And basically, what is it doing? It, it's burning the fat, all right? So uh, it says, after exercise, after your exercise, all right, opt for food loaded with protein, all right? Uh, yogurt, fat-free milk, egg whites, peanut butter. The protein helps to rebuild your muscles, Okay. Now, usually when I come from the gym and I'm fired up and what have you, all right, believe it or not, my protein that I eat is chicken, all right, rotisserie chicken, uh, baked chicken, I'll eat that, all right, to rebuild me. And it usually takes maybe about an hour, hour and a half before I reset, before I'm back to my regular self because when I go to the gym, ladies and gentlemen, I'm giving it my all, okay? All right, moving on. Got to give these tips. Oh, okay. It says wait to brush your teeth to meals. Well, you know you're supposed to brush them three times a day. 
I'm pausing because of the fact that, you know, you got to take care of these things, all right, because we only get one. Uh, I recall talking to my beautiful sister. I'm not going to mention no names. She might tune, be tuning in. But I recall listening, you know, talking to her about my teeth and whatnot, and she said, you know what, um, like I'm going to do. I'm like, what's that? She said, I'm just going to have them go and take them all out, and then I'll be done with them. And I'm like, you know what, as long as I've got these things here and they are strong and healthy, I'm keeping them. And trust me, I don't know if you ever had a root canal. It ain't nothing to play with. I've had four of them, and I probably need 20 more of them, all right? I've had fillings. I've had teeth replaced. I've had bridge. I've had bridges put in. But it's the mere fact of taking care of your teeth, your gums, okay? I mean, you know when you have bad gums. Smoking. Smoking cigarettes is no way is that good for your your breath, for your for your taste buds in your in your tongue on your tongue or in your tongue. No way is it good for your gums. No way is it good for your teeth, yellow stains, and no way is it ta- is it good for you speaking your lungs. You can tell when somebody smokes. Okay, so please take care of those beautiful whites. All right, those they are definitely a gift from God. All right, let's see, we're on number four. Let's move on. All right. Oh, wow. Get your colonoscopy in the a.m. Now, I've had one of those, and I'm due for another one, okay? They are really fun. You will really enjoy them. <laughs> so, but basically, what it is is cleaning out your system. Every day, you should make a BM. But the colonoscopy is, is basically just, just draining you, all right, of all the toxic waste that got stuck up in your body, steak, uh, pork, uh, you know, veal, veal cutlets, and, you know, I mean, stuff like that. Clean that stuff out so you can be more healthier. Feel refreshed. Get up in the morning. Be able to move when you want to move, all right? So, you know, you got to take care of yourself. All right. Uh, that was the six steps, you know. So it's all about how you feel about yourself. I know for a fact there's a lot of people out there that are tuning in tonight that have said something like this when they're looking at themselves in the mirror after they get out the shower. It's like, boy, I need to go to the gym. Man, I need to change my eating habits. Wow, I'm not, a, I'm not in agreement to, to the fact of how I'm looking. Wow, I'm getting an extra chin down here. Wow, I'm getting some extra on the side. All right? Only you can prevent forest fires. Wow, it's taking me so, wow, I'm breathing so hard going up these steps. And you only walked up one one step. From the ground floor, one step, and now you're tired. Okay? So please, keep in mind, we want to live as long as we can. And I understand this. At 60 nowadays is nowhere at 60 when our parents were 60. When they were 60, they were 60. We have the opportunity to be 60 and yet be 30, all right? I like to think of myself when I'm at my prime, 60 at 17. So I got to get back to the gym, all right? Okay, look. Um, I want to say this, and I guess the only way to say it is to say it. First of all, my condolences to the 59 
great people that unfortunately um, was, I'm just going to use a term that was molded down by a sick, sciatic, um, foolish individual. And I'm talking about the incident in Las Vegas. I'll be honest with you, I'm not a fan of country and western. However, all those people are like me. Those people do what I do. Those people do what you do. Breathe. Live. They had a heart. They had feelings. And they were out enjoying themselves. And the 529 people who were hurt, my heart is is hurt for them. If anybody was to say, well, I'm sorry, but that's them, just think about it. You had an R&B concert outdoors. You had a rap concert outdoors. You had had a Hispanic concert outdoors. You had a rock concert outdoors. You had alternative music outdoors. You had a jazz concert outdoors. And each one of these uh, sectors of music, you know who attends these music, I mean, these music festivals. These are uh, sectors of music festivals. You know the race that go to these uh, uh, music festivals. But just imagine there was some lunatic who decided to come out and start shooting like that. So it could have been, you know, instead of it being a country and western concert, it could have been uh, R&B. It could have been rap. It could have been uh, um, Hispanic. It could have been jazz, folk music, classical music. You get the legits of it. And personally, if you ask me, gun control. Now, some might say that, hey, wait a minute. Um, we don't need gun control because you put a gun in a person's hand, it's on that person. And please understand that what I'm saying is um, from my opinion, my opinion only. We are in a situation like my heart goes out to uh, the victims in Puerto Rico of the Hurricane Marie. Maria. I mean, I can't imagine for the likes of me, and I might have mentioned this before, I can't imagine for the likes of me seeing the seeing a tidal wave of water 20 feet, 30 feet, 40 feet, 50 feet high. I can't even imagine it. I can't even fathom that. And yes, I'm a good swimmer, but gee whiz, Batman, I can't do that. So my heart goes out to them like my heart went out to, and yes, I'm going to bring it up to Katrina as well. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to say this. It's like, let's please pray. Let's pray. For all the victims in Vegas, for, for, for Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, for our community, for our children, for our parents with children, for our grandparents, all need to pray 
We are in those times now. And I want to say something else, and then I'm going to get off the bandwagon. Uh, I know I got break coming up in two minutes. But please, if you are a mother of a child and you have been hurt by the child's father, please, I beg of you, don't take it out on that child. You don't know who that child you might, you don't know what God has in store, what the plan is for that child. Sure, discipline. But but my God, don't be so angry that the child that you carried for eight months or nine months, rather, that after the birth of that child and because of the wrong that was done to you by that child's father, please do not degrade that child, especially if it's a little boy. There's no need. Anybody in their rightful mind who say, I love my children, there's no need to call that child MF or uh, to talk about his, his size or to degrade him or of any nature. There's ways to talk to a child. And keep in mind, that child did not ask to come here. None of us asked to come here. So treat your child with dignity, respect. Discipline them, yes, but don't degrade them. Because guess what? That might be that billionaire that you are cutting off the growth potential. I'm going on break. This is Bobby Keys, and when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus. The second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. Hi, you're listening to the 50 Plus radio show where the show is always so amazing. Sit back and relax and just enjoy the show. Now, let's get back to the show. Now, let's get to the legit of the show. I want to thank everybody who are who is joining us tonight. Um, live, the uh, Facebook page, and I see we got some uh, wonderful people here with us tonight. Um, Alex Coates, what's up? Lawrence Hires, what's up? Uh, Wally, what's up? Debbie, what's up? And a few other great people. I just want to thank you all for joining in tonight. Okay? Now, great enough. That is the subject matter of tonight's show. Great enough. 
Now, I put this up. I wrote this, such as what I do. I do write um, stories such as. And many of my stories have found its way, thank God, into magazines, uh, online publications, and what have you. And some of these stories, yes, are included in the book, The Power of Being a Winner, which you can purchase, all right, or better yet, if you be the first caller tonight at 347 um, 539-5867, again, 347-539-5867, we'll go ahead on, all right? First caller, but you just can't call in and say, hey, I'm calling. You got to come in and tell me what we're talking about tonight. And, yes, you will be honored with a free book or a free DVD, DVD, all right, of your choice, okay? Moving on, great enough. Let me share this with you. Story that I wrote, it says, in my latest, latest reading, Become a Better You, by Pastor Joel Alstein. My attention was captured when reading page 21 of the book. That last paragraph that really stuck out, the last four lines were the defining moments thus far in that chapter that I was reading too. It says, Give your dreams a new beginning. It's one thing to lay down at night. And nine times out of ten, as it has been stated, that just maybe about an hour before we are about to wake up, we go into the of our dreams. That's when we wake up and we say, you know, I had a dream last night. It wasn't last night. It was that morning. And sometimes we're able to remember that dream, and sometimes that dream uh, lingers for four or five days. But then other times we have those dreams, and they disappear. We just can't remember what they were. All right? So give your dreams a new beginning. Repackage your dreams to bring them to fruition. So in other words, reinvent yourself. Bring a new you to the table. Bring a greater you to the table. Because you get, matter of fact, if you wake up tomorrow morning, I'm going to give you a secret. If you wake up tomorrow morning, that's the new you. Like a snake, like a butterfly, all of them, like, like a snail, they all shed their skin. And then there's a new. So tomorrow, as you sleep tonight to shed off that skin, and then you wake up in the morning, you shake your, she- your sheets, you will see the dust. Well, the dust is no more than we as humans shedding the old skin. So tomorrow, wake up a new you. Tomorrow, Thursday, wake up a new you. That's right. As a matter of fact, I was thinking earlier um, when I was working at the post office, I've had my I, on a number of times, my manager would come down and shout, like, Donald, Donald, please stop that noise. Well, the noise that they were hearing was me singing. I'm so happy. Yeah. And they'd be like, would you stop? You know, or I'll go into my little song. I, I'm going to see if I can remember it because it's been over 20 years. You know, I love my job. It's the best job I ever had. I love my son. 
I'm so darn glad in the morning when I rise, I put a smile on my face. I'm so doggone glad I'm going to that place. Everybody now, I'm so happy. Now, would you believe it? At first, everybody, would you please shut up and stop that noise, Don? But I have you know. Give it about a good five months. I had the whole crew at the post office singing that song. Check that out. The whole crew. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to make that the theme song for this show. I'm so happy. That's right. Just imagine in the shower, getting ready, or the tub, getting ready. You know what I mean? Or, or, Or getting yourself prepared to go out and meet the challenges of the day. I'm so happy. Just imagine people who are on a negative, how many nerves you would perk, how many nerves you would just pull out of, out, of, out of place, because you're so happy, and everybody else is finding reason to be sad. Are you great enough? As I read on. <laughs> All right, here it is. What is the one dream that has been tagging you for the longest? What is that dream that you've been wanting to do? What is it that you've been wanting to do, but every day you get up, you find the excuse to cut yourself short? You find the excuse to say, no, I can't do it. You find the excuse to say, it is, it's not going to work. You find the excuse to say, I'm scared. You find this to deny yourself that great enough feeling. Somebody might laugh at me. Well, it's not their party. It's you. I'm so happy. Let me tell you something. When I first started, when I first started uh, in this business back in '92, all right, 1992. Believe it or not, people who knew me they would say I was crazy. There's called it was called the St. Pete Pier. I got my nephews and my son. Oh boy, they did not want to go. I mean, I had to drag them. I had to, I had to trick them. But anyway, we out here on the St. Pete Pier. And you ready? To know, you want to know what we was doing? We were out there selling my first book in the poem. When it was all said and done, those two days that we spent out there, Saturday and Sunday on that pier, $1,000 was made. And we didn't care. I told them, I said, I don't care who it is, you get in their face. Hi, would you like to buy this book? It's Truth in the Poem. It's an excellent book. And yes, sure. We had people come by. I'm not interested. Excuse me. Will you leave me alone? Uh, Or they'll look the other way. But think about all those that God sent our way because we got up and because we went out and because we made it an adventure and because we were great enough. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you got books, you got products that you're sitting on in your in your in your uh, in your pantry, in your cabinet, in your closet, and you know it will make income for you. Why are you sitting on it? Kick out deny, kick out doubt, kick out fear, and know that you are great enough. That one dream steadily, oh, man, here we go. That one dream steadily getting ambushed. 
tackled and flung to the rear of your caboose. But now, wait a minute. The more you put coal in that engine, the faster that train is going to go. The more energy you put into you, the more energy you put into your dream, the more energy you put into your heart, the more energy you put into your endorphins dripping, the more energy, you, the more you raise from a 10 to a 15% of your mind usage, the more your train is going to choo-choo down the tracks. The more you're going to get to your destination of success. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, 50, 60, 70, 80. Oh, did I say 80? 80. 80, a young lady. That's right, I said 80, a young lady graduating with a master's degree from, from a university. There's nothing I made up. It's what I read, what I know, and what I see. Ever tell yourself, I am living good enough. In, in a Christian sense, God did not and do not present good enough. A child says in school, he says, I got, I got a D, that's good enough. Another child says, I got an A, that's great enough. In return, we should not want to be so comfortable that we settle for good enough. And unfortunately, in this world we live in today, there's a lot of us, and I say us because I'm human too, there's a lot of us that are settling for good enough. They don't, they've given up on going the extra mile. They're living on excuses. They're denying themselves. And the unfortunate situation, like this, this nut out here in Las Vegas who denied himself, but since he was denying himself, he wanted to deny all these people, these innocent people, who had nothing to do with who he is, what he stands for, why he did, or anything of that nature. So what he did, he went out and he tampered with 59 dreams. He attempted to cut short 529 other great enough dreams. But those 529 that are injured, that got hurt in this melee, the beautiful thing about them is that they have the opportunity to heal, to come back, to be strong, and to move forward for their dreams. And I guarantee you, all 529 of those who survived, they're on a mission now because they know they got a new lease on life. So, ladies and gentlemen, you listening to my voice tonight, my question to you, do you have to be in a life or, or, or a life welding situation? to have an epiphany about your life, about what you're supposed to be doing with your life, that you realize that, hey, wait a minute, you know, I'm going to go out, I'm going to help somebody. That you realize that, wait a minute, I got more than I need. I'm going to help, I'm going to give something away. That you realize that, hey, it's okay while you're standing in line at a grocery store or at uh, Walmart or jewelry store, whatever, and you know that you'll, you have a blessing of more than that you can go in your pocket or you can pull out that credit card 
and you can help pay for that merchandise or pay for that merchandise. I was at Walmart the other night, and the lady, as I walked out to put my, my groceries in the car, the lady stopped me, and she said, did you know that that man in, in there paid for my groceries? I got, I got $150 worth of groceries. I could have paid for my own groceries, but that man paid for it. And I turned around and I said immediately, I said, ma'am, did you realize that that was a blessing for you? That wasn't a time to complain, but it was a time to be blessed, to be thankful that that man, and I knew who she was talking about because he was standing right there when I got up to the register. I don't know if he was just picking out people to pay for their, their, their groceries or what, but don't look your blessings, I mean, don't look your blessings in the face. Be thankful. And as you be thankful and God bless you with that gift, hey, turn around and bless somebody else. We all know what time zone we live in. Be the change agent. Be great enough. Be on positive avenue. Don't fall prey. Don't fall short. Don't lower your potential because those that you allow in your circle are demolishing, demolishing their potential. Be great enough. On a trip not too long ago to the Orlando Correctional Institute with Reverend A. Brown Ministry, now those here in Tampa, Hillsborough County, or maybe even the state of Florida, you are very familiar with the late, great Abraham Brown. Abraham Brown, <clears throat> who was a, uh, uh, a minister, a pastor, if you will. He also uh, founded the A. Brown Ministries, which travels to prisons. They feed the homeless. Uh, there's a long list of great service that uh, this organization, nonprofit organization, does. Well, I had the opportunity to go out a few times, take those Saturday morning bus rides, and go out to uh, several prisons. And as it states here, I was blessed to pray for and communicate with some pretty, listen to this, intelligent, smart, above-average inmates who realized they made a terrible mistake. Now, some of these inmates that I've talked to, sure, okay, they got two years, four years, but I had the golden opportunity to speak to some of those inmates who are doing life. Some of those inmates who don't come out their cell but one hour a day. Some of those inmates, when I looked in their cell, I saw where they have uh, books and they have paper where they're writing, journals. They're studying. And like one inmate told me, say, look, you know, I got life. I'm here for the rest of my life. Young guy, 35 years old, I'm here for the rest of my life. And he says, I'm going to make the best of it. My life is not over. I made a mistake. I repented. But I can't allow myself some of those inmates who got life, I mean, they take the attitude, well, hey, you know, what the heck? I got life. You know what I mean? It don't, it don't bother me if I kill somebody. It don't bother me if I steal from somebody. It don't bother me if, you know what I mean, because they got life. But when you think about somebody that got life in prison and they're able to repent and turn their life around and, you know, start bringing their, gate, their greatness to the forefront, stand up as a leader, to guide the other, to guide and teach the other inmates. You see what I'm saying? So there's always the opportunity to bring your great enough to the forefront. 
These individuals revealed that they are gifted with some awesome talents and gifts. The shame of it is, the shame of it all moving forth from that first day of incarceration to the day of their death. They will never get to see their dreams materialize in a real-world setting. Stop. Hold up. Let me clear my throat. As, as little John would say, okay. The moral of the story is you are free. You are not in bondage. You are not a prisoner. So take the key and unlock what is keeping you a prisoner inside of you. And who is that? What is that? Your own cotton-picking mind. It's locking you down. Unlock the key. And when you decide that you're going to unlock that key, I tell you, you will go for what you know. So keep in mind, all right, keep in mind that you are at your best only if you decide to bring your best, only if you want to bring your best. Now, quite naturally, if you're satisfied where you are in your life, by all means, stick stay. If you're happy for who you are, by all means, stick stay. If you see that you don't need to continue to grow, stick stay. If you feel that, hey, I'm too old now, um, I'm done, I'm satisfied where I am, I'm comfortable where I am, by all means, stick stay. But if you feel you have that growth potential and you feel that you want to keep moving forward and you feel that every day you get up out that bread, that bed, and you begin to breathe, Bring your best because you got to realize it is true. You are great enough. Now, I, will, I, I got to bring this in. There's been an interruption in my um, live feed here. I'm looking at it. It says live video interrupted. The broadcast has been paused. It should resume shortly, but I don't see any action going on. So uh, everybody that's watching the video, I do apologize. However, uh, I am taping the video, so eventually I will go ahead on and air it uh, in its entirety. Moving on. Turning the attention to those who are free to each day rise from the comfort of their luxury. The question is asked, are you living good enough or are you seeking to be great enough? Here is the disclaimer. In being great enough, one must be able to forge forth despite what is popular. Forge forward in spite of what is popular. You got the popular vote. And the popular vote is what Hillary Clinton, yeah, I went there, won. But it did not bring her the presidency. So the popular vote is always not the winning way to go. So no matter what you think is popular, what you see others doing, how they're living, live for you. Use your conscience. Let your conscience be your guide. And being great enough, one must be able to set their generation on fire. Oh, I like that. 
in the sports world, LeBron James is setting the world on fire. There's a gentleman, I forget his name, he's setting the world on fire in science. He just won a Nobel Peace Prize. And as a matter of fact, I believe CNN signed him to do uh, a program that should be upcoming soon on biochemistry. Set your generation on fire. The young people that are coming up, the young lawyers, and as a matter of fact, the young man that's running for governor of uh, Florida, all right, Andrew Gillum, young man. If you go on my Facebook page, you'll see me shaking his hand. As a matter of fact, tonight here in Tampa, I think he's here in Tampa for an engagement. He's speaking. He's setting his generation on fire. Think about that. And the only way that these young people can set the generation, their generation on fire is by the assistance of one who has set their generation on fire. Hello, 50 plus, give back. Give back. All right. So in being great enough, one must talk about being and display success of self surrounding. In being great enough, one must at all costs encourage self in order to encourage those who seek encouragement. And ladies and gentlemen, sometimes it can be hard to encourage yourself. But I tell you what, we all got setbacks. But a setback is, is just basically the plan to set you up. But you got to be uh, discerning enough to recognize that that setback is a setup for you. But if you're not, um, that setback is going to be a setback for you, and it's going to take you down. And not just down, but it's going to take you out. All right? And great enough, one must be as much as possible, live the will of God and not the will of the mortal man. I tell people straight up, as positive I am, as I am, as honest as I am, right? and, as, and as helpful as I am, as forgiving as I am, I'm still a man. I'm still human. I am not God. So I have shortcomings. All right? Just like you put your finger in a, in a socket, you're going to get electrocuted. Well, I have shortcomings. I get electrocuted. So you don't, when I'm getting electrocuted, you don't need to be touching me. You see what I'm saying? Because if you touch me, you're going to get electrocuted too. And that's not a great feeling because, as a matter of fact, I just got a little jolt the other day, something I was touching and playing with. All right? So now, the question is, again, as we, as we wind down, are you willing to be great enough? Keep this close to the frontal lobe. This is your frontal lobe right here, frontal lobe of your mind. There are millions of people who are enjoying their existence just being good enough. Each day is a whatever day, or each day is a same old thing day. Just another day. Just another day. Knowing what we own, knowing that we only get one path in this life, one would think run this race to the best mode and mod possible, pulling out all the stops, get needed rest and needed rejuvenation, and once more press forth to your greatness. Okay, I got four minutes, three minutes. The mighty, mighty OJ. Some of you all might remember the hit. Money, 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 what they do. They smiling in your face. 
all the time. They want to be a what? A backstabber. That's right. Last night, me and my woman. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm going to get deep with this thing. All right. The mighty OJs told us, all right, listen to the clock on the wall. It's getting closer to that hour. All right? No, we don't know the hour, but but each hour that ticks, but each hour that ticks put forth the power of being great enough. Whatever you do, don't be the poor soul who figured in your equation that good enough is how you will live your life. No, 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 no. You can't take it no more. Living a half life. You want nothing but the whole thing because you are living a great life. Now, Tony the Tiger, go t- go take a seat because you just got outdone. That's right. I'm the new boss around here. All right. I just ooh, Tony. You know you know that commercial, right? Kellogg's Frosted Flakes, and they bring Tony in, and he's just like. Great. Give me a break. You got to take it to the hill, baby. Great. <laughs> Stop playing, Big D. Stop playing. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, great enough. Live your life to the fullest. Be great enough in all that you do. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, it's a time as it always do, tick down, all right, to the end. I will say this. It's always a pleasure, and I thank you very much for tuning in tonight. My name is Donald L. Dowrich, Jr., your esteemed host, and you have been listening to The Power of Being a Winner. And I will let you know this, that if you have any event and you're seeking a speaker, any event, and you're seeking the likes of some black history, Frederick Douglass, any event, and you're looking for someone to come out and speak on their books, their writings, right? any events, and you're looking for a historian or a scholar, please do not shy away, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Donald L. Dowrich, Jr. You can reach out to me at 813-394-5875. You can go to my website, www.dlgenterprises.org. And by all means, you can just Google my name, all right? So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I hope to see you next Wednesday. In the meantime, in between time, may God bless you and your family. Be safe. And, hey, be great enough because love you because that's all you got. Amen. Peace. I'm out of here. Yay, yay.